Welcome to the Mindset Artistry Podcast. This is Amanda DeWoe, a self-authenticity, prosperity life coach and actor or actress per your reference. And I'm Janelle Koloski, a career and mindset coach and an actor as well. Over the course of our lives, we've taken on the journey of healing, living, and being authentically ourselves as we successfully build individual careers. We're your hosts, and we're here to flip your mindset to teach you the artistry of what we learned will keep your mind in check. This podcast is designed for you, so you can discover your goals and courageously reach them at your highest potential while being 100,000% yourself. What you'll get from us is real dirty a little okay more like a lot of quirky along with empathy edge and a safe space if you're ready to build a mindset that is unapologetically you and excel beyond the stars you're in the right place i just really want to talk about riding the wave of the industry and <laughs> how it's a balance of everything like you have to have the perfect balance of dream and stardust and trusting the universe along with some wisdom because being in the industry 15 years working full-time for eight I remember my first low after the high so you kind of get used to Jesus it's the lighting we lost our lighting you get not today not today you get used to don't talk about that you get used to the um the low, everyone talks about that. Oh, working five jobs I hate, which I did that. And I think that's something people like forget sometimes when they, like I'm talking about coaching, like, is it for you to say, Janelle? I'm like, no, like I was an assistant was passing out shots of tequila at a wine store, trying to get you to buy the bottle, um, nanny while like sleeping on couches and wondering when it would happen. So, you know, you get used to that. And then when you finally start booking work, And it's a peer, like I remember I had like Ralph Lauren as a client and I was working all the time doing showroom and some of their fit modeling. And then the head of this guy was a Calvin Klein came over and he decided to start using size six. And so all of that work I had, which was probably 20 hours a week, gone. And a dream client, gone. And was it anything that I had done? No. And that's what's so scary about our industry is just like they wanted a smaller size. I had always been on time. I'd always bent over backwards. I actually found out later that like some people had even made fun of me for that, that I was always like asking so many questions and just wanted to like provide a deliverable of like, so you want my makeup done exactly? Could you show me some examples of how you would want it done? I just really am passionate and care yeah, about the work. So, um, you know, I definitely want you to weigh in on this, but I would say like now again, once I'm like very grateful, but I kind of can see winter is coming literally and figuratively. And a lot of us are kind of going through it because of, especially the strike, you know, there still is some work out there commercially and um, print and independent films. Um, But, you know, it's like time for me, like I talk about the wisdom of like, okay, let's tighten up the budget a little bit but don't freak out. <laughs> so, you know, cause I you know, easier said than done. We're all freaking out over here. Well, I guess I don't feel so alone because I was like, stop it. You know, I had a, somebody gave me like a pep talk the other day. Everyone's like, you know, we all believe in you more than you believe in yourself. And this is why I say it's really good to have a diversified portfolio Like, I'm so happy that, you know, you and I also produce and we do commercials and print and other types of modeling and acting. And that's why we encourage people to just go after everything that excites them. You have your North Star, 
you know, for me, acting's number one, but we're artists. You can learn something from every role type of role there is in the industry as well. And you're going to have these lows and that is normal. And so I would love what you uh, like to know what you have to say about that, Amanda, about like, you know, keeping the faith, not freaking out, but also like looking at it and being like, okay, low is coming. There's ways I can prepare too, and it's going to be okay. Are you okay? I feel like I, you have a moment. No, I was choking on a burp, but. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yeah, good. I don't know. I don't know. It's literally like I'm in a transition period. Like there was like a time where like um, I had to switch completely to modeling um, when I was a personal assistant and somebody had to be like, Janelle, let go of personal assistant work. And I was like, I don't know if there'll be enough modeling. And now for eight years, there has been. And now the universe is pushing me more into acting and coaching and more like commercial producing stuff, which I prefer more, but it's that same fear. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a misconception that I, especially with me, people, when people meet me, they think that I have it all together. I think that I'm pretty like <laughs> strong, which I am for sure. I it's a, yeah, I am strong. I'm not, I'm not denying that, but it's a, a habit that I developed because I always felt like I had to be the strong one in my family. You know, I, I, I couldn't express myself only privately. Mm-hmm. You know, only privately could I cry at home. Only privately could I cry like to my mom, you know, other than that, it was like you cry it, then you get over it and move on. And I think as I've gotten older, I held on to that a little too tightly. What, especially, you know, it's a good thing and a bad thing, of course, but there has to be a balance. And it took me a while to recognize that that was a, a survival mode that I was in. It was a way for me not to get hurt. It was a way for me to control everything, especially being an Aries. We want to control everything. We want to know the outcome of things. We want to know the why always, you know, we will start things, but we need to know like, what's the end goal, you know? And, and I think, you know, but then there's a flip side of me where it's like, I'm just going to go with the flow and go with it. And I think it takes some time for me because I can't overthink. And COVID taught me a lot. I think there have been a quite a bit of moments in my life that I felt I had to pause and slow down and figure out like, how do I feel about this? What do I need? What do I want? And, you know, I've talked about this before, but, it, and I hope that this doesn't happen to anybody, but, you know, a major passing in my family, quitting my job, COVID, you know, arguing with a family member and then losing contact, those things have really affected me. But at the same time, as much as it tore me apart, I mean, it tore me apart. I think, what I did was dive into what could I control in those situations. And I held on, again, I held on it too long. But what I learned is that I have to embrace that process. And it's the hardest thing for me to do. And then also recognize what choice I've made that led up to that particular moment, whether it's my, whether I had a, a say in the situation or not. And so I think when it comes to moments like this, the reality is, is that you have to take inventory. You have to take inventory of you, what you need, what you want, what's the next step. Like, I think I'm in that stage right now where because of this strike, I have to figure out what I need to do to elevate my career to the next level when the time comes. And there have been moments where we both have been in this industry for nine plus years. I think I'm on my 10th or 11th year, maybe even 12th or 13th at this point. I'd 
try not to count because then I'm going <laughs> to put the pressure on myself. I'm like, it has to happen now, darling. Um, and I, I think um, with that, I had to pause and go, what do I need to learn in order to get to the next level? And sometimes, you know this, the universe will slap you right in the freaking face. Oh, yeah. Make you learn something because you won't give up on a particular behavior, a particular habit that is blocking you from seeing either your worth, um, how you're self-sabotaging, your fear, how is that showing up? So I think, and I'm probably going on a tangent here, as I do quite often, is that it's easier said done in, than done to embrace the process. But the best thing you can do is look at it without emotion. Look at it from a bigger perspective and look at it from the, what are the things that you can control, which is you, right? Yeah. Like you, you said the budgeting, right? Like you knew that like, oh, in order for me to level up, I have to budget. I hope that wasn't yeah. too much. No, it's true. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we go on about this and it's supposed to be a mini episode. I guess I'll just have like one more quick thing to say um, before the roommates come busting out. But I think also just you can have what you ask for, but that sometimes means certain things have to change. You can't hang on to things. So I wanted the stability of the personal assistant job, but I kept asking about modeling. And that's something I really wanted to do that period of time. But in order for me to make enough modeling, I kind of had a super flexibility and super focus that had to happen that the assistant work kept taking me away from. And so I think once again, you know, I was high as a kite the past two, three weeks filming that film. And I've, you know, done a lot of short films, but this is the first time, you know, I know you've done a full length feature, but this is the first time I've done a full length feature and been such a big part of it. And like, it's just, it felt so right, you know, and like modeling doesn't always feel that way anymore. Um, well, I don't know if it ever did, but especially like now, just like I do have a passion for fashion and I think it's very interesting and cool, um, the design aspect, but you know, to do what we want to do, like with the podcast and with the coaching, with the acting and stuff, there things cannot stay the same. And because a lot of the modeling I do is consistent. I do every week. It's called production fit modeling for anybody that's listening and doesn't know about that type of modeling. It's great. It's very consistent, but you know, the, because it is so consistent and it's kind of like a nine to five job, you can't miss for a film. Mm -hmm. So for there to be room for me to do more film and TV, which is kind of a funny thing in all of this strike, like, you know, nobody's doing it. So I'm like, do I want to just wait for the jump off until the oh, strike? Big question. But it's not up to me. All like people were telling me is like, you know, you've had this for a while. You've been talking about this for a long time, you know, especially because, you know, my health and all these other things. And so... Um, but they do say, you know, when one door closes, another one opens or the roof just flies off. I don't know. So yeah. anyway, any last words before we jump off from this mini, mini episode? What I will say is the things that I learned recently, and it was a big reminder and also a wake up call because, 
you know, we kind of get caught up in the, the mundane of things. We get caught up in the fantastical of things. We get caught up in the chaos of things is jump back to your intuition, tap into your intuition, trust your values, and it won't steer you wrong. Because I think there are decisions that I've made that I'm like, damn, I really wish I would have taken consideration my values and pause and go, my intuition told me to do this, right? It told me to do this particular choice. And because that I don't want to get involved in like drama or anything like that. But yet in order for me to like help someone, I have to compromise myself. And I did. And I wouldn't say I regret it because I learned from it. And it was, again, a wake up call, but it was a lesson learned. And I'm just reminding anybody, if you're any, in, in any situation, and this can go with the industry as well, if you feel like your values are being displaced or disregarded in any which way, and you tap into your intuition and you talk to your inner truth and you talk to your inner voice and it tells you don't do this or you don't have to trust it. Mm-hmm. Don't deny it. Mm-hmm. Trust it because everything will always work out. And what I've been just saying to myself lately is that, and it was kind of like an aha moment. It's, it's easy. Life can be easy. Right. It doesn't always have to be hard. Mm. It doesn't always have to be hard. We make it harder than we than we should. And I'm guilty of that as well. I wouldn't say that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm breathing through life like a bird in the wind. Like, <laughs> honey, no, you know. But I, I take it with a grain of salt and. I recognize that there is something bigger. And we talked about this earlier, that there is something bigger at work here. Uh There is something bigger at work here. And if you tap into that, you recognize that all these things happen for a reason. In order for you to receive the thing that you want, you have to get out of the place that you're in now. Because the place that you're in now may actually be caused by a previous situation or thought that you had. It's only getting you to this portion. And in order to get out of it, you got to break from the shackles. You got to break these old habits. You got to break the the dogma that you've had, this this system that you've set up in order to elevate. You have to break it down and dismantle it and go, okay, is this serving me now? Is this going to serve my future? Is this going to um, get me to where I got to go? And is it serving my joy? Am I intentionally living intentionally? Yeah. Am I living intentionally? That's the way to go. Yeah. And letting go. It's like so hard because it's like, I don't know. I'm so notorious for that. And, you know, I just talked to my mom on the phone, you know, and I was saying how like we were having this conversation and I was like trying to like share with her a vulnerable moment, but I'm kind of nervous, you know, about things. And then she was like, well, you know, you've been going on trips and doing this stuff. And then it just set me off because I was like, this is why I can't relax, mm-hmm. you know, but then that's her trauma, not mine. Yeah. You know, like I do have a piece of that and, you know, I'm not holding it against her. Like there's a reason that I'm always like, even if I see a tinge of something that might like flip something, I'm just like so quick to be like, okay, all hands on deck. It's just like, like you said, it could just be so easy where you just, you. It, it's like, I'm trying to think of a funny example. I just imagine like a little sheep or like, you know, like it's like I'm I'm ready for the bull to come rush into the wall or whatever, just like yeah. for me. I'm ready. I'm ready to fight all hands on deck, everything, because I have to be ready. And it's just like this little sheep, this like little fluffy creature that just yeah. runs up and it's like, hey, you yeah. know, like one little feisty little thing that's like not that big of a deal. 
and, you know, treating the sheep like a bull. It sounds crazy, but that's the natural reaction I have. And I definitely am surrounded by plenty of people that could probably do a little more for themselves and have let things go a little too long. So I also think I just, I don't want to be in a hole like that, but I do think, like I said at the beginning, there's like this balance of the industry and this balance of like, you know, there's always more than the average nine to fiver, you know? I mean, a lot of people get laid off and things like that, but pretty most of the time it's like, "Ah." but like the industry, you have to just kind of always be ready for like these ups and downs. Find your art art outside of it too. Like there's there's always going to be work. There's always going to be something to do, you know? Uh, That's the best part is that is to admit, because it took me a long time to like, I don't want to do anything else but this. Like I refuse. And it's like, well, then you're not preparing properly. You're not giving yourself options. You're not giving yourself opportunities, really. Well, I could lead other things. So, you know, so you could do one thing and I was acting and then they're like, you want a producing job? You know, it's like, and I wasn't even trying. So, you know, I'm definitely going to focus on acting, but it's like, you know, it's cool. All right. We got to go. This is a mini episode. Thank you everybody for watching. Yeah. If you want more, let us know. Yeah. Let us know what you're talking about. Okay. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mindset Artistry. We hope you found our stories and tips motivating and helpful. Be sure to follow us here on Spotify for more episodes to help you master the art of your mindset.